We have heard the story before, but as the saints have said, any grace remembered, a grace remembered is a grace renewed, so it bears, it bears repeating. And this is the story of Lepanto. We consider all the things that had gone before it and all that came after. As the Christian alliance made its way into the Gulf of Corfu, that whole Muslim fleet came out to meet it for battle. And both of those sides knew exactly what was at stake here. In that July of that past summer, Mufasha Pasha had taken over, had taken over the two most formidable cities of the island of Cyprus. Breaking the surrender terms, he put the male citizens to the sword and he put women in barges and sent them to Istanbul to be treated as cheaply as cattle. And then the commander of the forces of Cyprus, he had him killed and dragged through the streets. That same summer, another Muslim force has ra- had raided the island of Corfu and desecrated the altars and defiled the churches, the images of the saints. So all of Europe that laid upon the sea of the Mediterranean knew exactly what the Muslims were capable of doing. So in August of 1571, Dom Juan of Austria, assumed command of the Christian alliance. His force was smaller, it was less united, and it was less experienced than the Muslim force that was going up against them. On top of that, he had to venture into the enemy waters, waters that were not known to him at that time. Knowing his predicament, he turned to Our Lady, Star of the Sea, and he dedicated all of his actions and the command, his very command of his fleet, to the Most Blessed Virgin. Pope Pius V, Pope St. Pius V, knowing the crucial importance of this battle, asked all of Europe to join and unite in the prayer of the, prayer of the Rosary. And Europe, living in a more God-fearing time, listened to the Holy Father and began praying the Rosary. Each man, in fact, in that flotilla carried with them a Rosary so they can join their prayers as well to all of Europe. And this woman, who crushed the head of the serpent, came and answered those prayers. When the day of battle came, Don Juan's flagship met with Ali Pasha's flagship. The Christian fleet had formed themselves in the shape of a cross, whereas the Muslims came at them in the shame of a crescent moon. While the, for two hours this battle went on, and they were, they were grabbed at uh, that, that vicious battle that went on overseas. At one point, Admiral Admiria, Admiria, excuse me, Andrea Doria, commanding the Venetians, was almost at the point of being separated from the rest of the fleet, at which the Muslims could have torn them up piecemeal by taking them apart. And so realizing this danger, he went down into his stateroom where he had there an image of Our Lady of Guadalupe, it had been given to him from New Spain, an image that was a depiction of that very image that is found in Mexico. And he prayed to Our Lady for assistance. At that moment, a wind came and blew and drove them back to the rest of the fleet. We see that Ali Pasha was decapitated in the fray. And his men, seeing the commander killed thus, took flight. This was most similar to Judith chopping off the head of Holland's friends in that great battle that they had to face. At the moment that the victory was assured, 
Pope St. Pius V, while conducting business, arose and said, This is no time for business. Our fleets, our forces have won. Let us go and offer thanksgiving. And what were the results of that day? We see that the Muslims lost over half of their fleets, while the Christians only lost 15 of their vessels. We further saw that 13,500 Christians that had been enslaved as galley slaves. What happened is before, they had captured these Christians during other battles, and they imprisoned them down there, forcing them to row for the Muslim fleet. And we see that 13,500 of these Christians were released from these galleys. Having the victory confirmed, Pope St. Pius V would have our Most Blessed Mother honored under the title of Our Lady of Victory, who won for the Christians on that day a great battle at Lepanto. So what is heaven trying to tell us on this day? What do they want us to learn? What does God want us to know? Is it that he gives certain men great capacity to be leaders and victors over the Muslims? Well, we should consider very well that Admiral Andrea Doria on the island of Penon in 1531, the Battle of Perveza in 1538, and again in Algiers in 1541, had lost to the Muslims three times. And yet they were victorious here. Is it that he wants to show that he simply wants to conquer the Muslims? Well, our Lord could easily conquer them if he will, will to at this very moment. Remember our Lord's words. Thinkest thou that I can ask my Father and he will give me presently more than 12 legions of angels? And he could have wiped them out. Maybe it is that the good Lord wishes to burn into our memory, wishes to burn into our mind the very fact that the rosary is absolutely effective in conquering our enemies. And especially, this devotion is effective in our spiritual needs, that we must be confident in its effectiveness. So why is the rosary so effective, we can ask? Why is this? First of all, let us consider the divine origin of the rosary. In the book of St. Louis-Marie de Montfort on the rosary, he speaks about the apparition of Our Lady in coming to St. Dominic, who was fasting for three days, asking for Our Lady for some assistance in converting the Albigensians and the city who was hardened at his coming. And so Our Lady appears to St. Dominic and says these words, Dear Dominic, do you know which weapon the Blessed Trinity wants you to reform the world? St. Dominic says, O my lady, you know far better than I do, because next to your son, Jesus Christ, you have always been the chief instrument of our salvation. So Our Lady says, I want you to know that in this kind of warfare, the principal weapon has always been the angelic psalter, which is the foundation stone of the New Testament. Therefore, if you wish to reach these hardened souls and win them over to God, preach the Psalter, at which he rose, he went in, and he converted them. Pope Gregory the Thirteenth, 
in his turn, pronounced that the rosary had been instituted by St. Dominic to appease the anger of God and to implore the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. To appease the anger of God and to implore the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. At a time where we're seeing sins that cry out to heaven for vengeance being prompted, being legalized, how much more do we need the rosary? Consider the, an, the angelic greeting was sent by God, was, came from God Himself. God sent the angel Gabriel with this, with this message for Our Lady, the divine origin. We can see the Our Father, which begins each one of those decades, was taught to us by Christ Himself. And we also see that the very essence of these prayers is there enshrined in Holy Scripture. So we can see the divine origin of this rosary. Let us then also stop to consider another story in the Old Testament. That story is that of Naaman, the Syrian general. This we find in the fourth book of Kings. For Naaman was was suggested to Naaman by a little handmaid that he had captured, a little Jewish handmaid that he had captured in one of his battles. She suggested that he who suffered from leprosy, mainly General Naaman, go to the prophet Eliseus and ask him for a cure. It was at her suggestion, at her prompting, that this king, or this general, excuse me, General Naaman, went to Eliseus for a cure. So Eliseus sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash seven times in the Jordan River. Naaman, at hearing this, was indignant. He was mad that, that God would call him. He would say, why would, it, why would I go to the rivers of the Jordan where all the rivers of Damascus, are they not more pure than the Jordan? And at this he began to walk away. But his servants told him, if the prophet had asked you for something difficult, you would do it, would you not? And so he returned and followed through, and he was cured. In this, in this comparison, we can see where God, it is God who chooses the means by which he will answer the prayers. With Naaman, it was his leprosy, and he would be cured if he went and washed in the Jordan River. Here we are seeing that God gives us the rosary as a means of converting the world. God uses his messengers to bring forth this message. He used Eliseus, and he also used St. Dominic to tell us about the rosary. And also it is through this that we can see that God humbles us. General Naaman, at first full of pride, did not want to do this. But then he humbled himself at the instigation of his servants, and he was cured. How many refuse to pray the rosary? I'll go to God myself on my own standards, on my own, with using my own words, rather than going and using the words that God had given to us, the means that he had given to us. We see this so often with Protestants, how they object to us to use these means. 
Turning to Pius XI, we hear these words. This practice of piety, venerable brethren, admirably diffused by St. Dominic, not without heavenly suggestion and inspiration of the Virgin Mother of God, is without doubt easy for all, even for the ignorant and the simple. This mode of prayer has the perfume of angelic simplicity and requires humility of spirit. And if we disdain humility, as the divine Redeemer teaches, it it will be impossible for us to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen, I say to you, unless you become as little children, you shall not enter in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 18.3 So through this prayer, we humble ourselves. We humble ourselves to ask for these prayers. So we also see that it comes highly recommended by the saints. Pope St. Pius V says, With the spread of this devotion, the meditations of the faithful have become to be more inflamed, their prayers more fervent, and they have suddenly become different men. The darkness of heresy has been dissipated, and the light of Catholic faith has broken forth again. Pope St. Pius V. Pope Pius XI said, The young will draw fresh energy with which to control their rebellious tendencies. The old will gain and find repose, relief, and peace from their anxious cares. Sister Lucia, one of the three children who saw Our Lady at Fatima, had these words about the rosary in our times. She said, The Most Holy Virgin in these latter times in which we live has given a new efficacy to the recitation of the rosary to such an extent that there is no problem, no matter how difficult, whether temporal or above all spiritual, in the personal life of each of us, of our families, that cannot be solved by the rosary. There is no problem, I tell you, how difficult it is that cannot be resolved by the prayer of the Holy Rosary. We see that St. Louis-Marie de Montfort said, If you say the rosary faithful until death, I do assure you that in spite of the gravity of your sins, you shall receive a never-fading crown of glory. Even if you are on the brink of damnation, even if you have one foot in hell, even if you have sold your soul to the devil as sorcerers do who practice black magic, you will be converted and you will amend your life and you will save your soul if, and mark well what I say, If you say the rosary devoutly every day until death for the purpose of knowing the truth and obtaining contrition and pardon for your sins. So it comes well recommended. But we have to say it devoutly, as St. Louis Marie de Montfort points out. We need to say it devoutly. And St. Louis Marie de Montfort points out certain faults when we approach the Holy Rosary. For example, we do not prepare ourselves. When, Leo, when Louis the Just was assailing certain uh, heretics who had taken over a certain town, and he asked for petition uh, prayers from his mother, who was in Paris at the time, she had the archbishop. The archbishop came up and spoke before they began a decade of the Rosary, And he would preach about it. This was also very common among the Dominicans. They would preach first 
on the mystery that they were about to meditate on, and then they would say it. So we prepare ourselves before we say the rosary. We also should not go in and say the rosary without asking for certain graces. Ask to become a saint. Ask for a conversion of our friends and families. I know of a family in Arkansas, and it was just before I left, and I was visiting one of their sons in the hospital. And uh, visiting them, I, I, I was talking to the, the mother and father, and they said, we have been praying for our children to come back to the faith. They had been away. Five of them had been away from the faith. And they were praying a rosary for the conversion of their children daily. And this was the last one. All four had returned. He was in a fire. He survived the fire. And he realized that God had given him a special intervention because through the prayers of his family, he did not suffer the, the, the effects of that fire. And so he realized and he said himself, I need to come back to the church. And so five of the children coming back, we see the importance of praying and, and adding intentions to our prayers of the rosary. And then we should forget that whole idea of just getting it done as soon as possible. I need to get my rosary done. And just rushing through it. Instead, we should take time. And St. Louis Marie de Montfort points out some ways that we could do this. We can pause and break up that rosary. When we're saying the Hail Mary, say, say it like this. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. So we're meditating upon the prayers that we're saying. We can also, if we cannot say all five decades at one sitting, we can't say it well and devoutly, we can even break it up during the day. Say two decades here, two decades there, or maybe a decade somewhere else, and say them devoutly. We see that God wants us to use this rosary. Our Lady of Fatima came down to tell us about the rosary, to inform us of, this, of the means. We see that we are facing ruthless and cruel enemies all around us, enemies that seek the destruction of Christianity. And not like the Muslims, they don't approach us as enemies. They try to approach us as friends. Oh, we're trying to tolerate people. We're trying to pass these laws that okay these things that are contrary to the laws of God. They approach us not as enemies, but they wish to instead to entrap us, enslave our souls. Muslims that wish to destroy Europe. We see that the enemies of this Society, this culture, wish to desecrate not just those physical temples, but the temple of the Holy Spirit, our souls, by trying to force people to go against their very conscience, to committing mortal sins, perverting men and women, encouraging, encouraging impure and unnatural perversions that would enslave people in their sins and discouraging people from bringing them out of those sins. At least the former enemies didn't pretend to be friends. But sad to say, many members are enslaved 
And unlike those Christians, they were forced to row in those galleys. We see that people today are enslaving themselves willingly into vices. They're volunteering to go and become these galley slaves. Well, there is one answer for this in this day and age, and that is the rosary, the devout recitation of the Holy Rosary, to stand up against this current of society, this flood of filth that is coming against us. Our Lady of Victory has not changed, and she has not changed in her promises in the Holy Rosary. Those promises where she said that they will not perish who say the Rosary. They shall never be conquered by misfortune who say it devoutly. God will not chastise them in his justice, and he shall not perish in an unprovided death. These promises that Our Lady has said that through the rosary, virtue and good, good works will flourish. It will obtain for souls abundant mercy of God. It will withdraw the hearts of men from the love of the world and its vanities and will lift them to desire eternal things. It will destroy vice, decrease sin, defeat heresies. These are the promises of Our Lady. This is what she promises. So we must turn then to Our Lady in the means that she has given to us, the means that God has given to us, and employ those means to be victorious over all of our enemies, the enemies of our soul. Queen of the Holy Rosary, pray for us.